everyone, and welcome to Ring of Tyranny. I'm your host, Alan Johns, and you are listening to the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. We welcome you to the show. Whether this is your uh, first time joining us or your 87th time joining us, welcome, welcome. We welcome you with open arms and uh, open open mouths. We, we welcome you today as we embark. Uh, this is another hashtag WrestleCast being brought to you during my morning truck rides into town. The sun is not up. The people are barely up. Some well, I'm running a little late today, about five minutes late, so there's a, there's a few more people than usual, but this is coming to you during a morning truck ride into town. We're going to pick up some essentials. We're going to pick up some supplies uh, for my daughter's organic farming operation somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. Uh, and today we are going to be bringing you the AEW Dynamite Files, file 0103. That's right, we are going to be talking about the third episode of AEW Dynamite, another Dynamite episode. Uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it was very entertaining, it was fun to watch, it's nice to have something new, it's nice to have a few new things, and we're going to be covering those on the podcast. Uh, we'll be covering uh, the NWA Power show uh, a little later. This week, if not early next week, uh, and I do apologize, as I mentioned before, this is an early morning truck ride into town, so I've just woken up. I haven't had my morning coffee. I'm getting, uh, I've, I'm still a little sleepy because, hey folks, I'm just a man. Uh, and that's why uh, I'm just a man with a need to hashtag WrestleCast. If you listen to our last uh, hashtag WrestleCast, you know we asked the question, why do I hashtag WrestleCast and found that for a question so deep, we are going to have to do a little more swimming in the deep end of that question in order to answer it before we can even begin to answer it. 20 minutes did not remotely do it justice. But anyway, we're still going to keep going for now. This engine's still going to keep a chugging, and we're still going to keep a hashtag of WrestleCasting. Uh, we're going to be talking to you about AEW Dynamite Episode 3, uh, which aired on TNT last night. Uh, believe it was live. Much like the WWE, excuse me again, excuse me again, I do apologize for that. That's very unprofessional, very unprofessional. Uh, You know, if you know this show, you know that we're not, uh, I mean, this is a rag, ragtag operation, folks. This is a, the, this ship, this ship has holes. This ship has duct tape over the, over some of the holes. This ship has a scotch tape over some of the smaller holes. This ship just keeps it going. Uh, it's going to go as far as we can. If you if you would like to know more about some of the holes that have been poked in this operation, if you'd like to know about my previous truth-telling operation that spanned a decade, multiple websites that spanned the internet, we had a hashtag uh, AM radio presence, a hashtag online presence, a hashtag podcast. It was a truth-telling operation that was interrupted by an alien from outer space that posed as a human and infiltrated uh, and it scared away my sponsors, took away the hard work of my blood, sweat, and tears, put my family in jeopardy until my daughter established the farming operation for which I'm riding into town to get supplies for that saved the family. And now I pretty much work for her. Uh, she's just barely 19 years old, but I work for her now. Uh, but the space alien stole my voice for two years, and once my voice came back, my wife and I discussed it and decided it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting. I'm a third-generation broadcaster, first-generation podcaster. I've got it in my bones. I've got it in my blood, and I had to return to broadcasting. Decided to bring you the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion, but that did not stop a space alien from falling in love with WWE and interfering with my operation 
once again anyway, not to the point of invading the earth again and putting all of us in jeopardy, and no, that would have been much worse, but to the point of invading my show with the spooky laughter and whatnot and uh, demanding that I cover WWE, and if you need to delve more into that and learn more about that, well, you can listen to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of the show and the 11 or 12 episodes that constitute season two of this show. Needless to say, uh, once we almost gave him a segment on this program, that's when the FDI, the men in black and the black helicopter showed up on my doorstep. That's when a special agent Clinton gave me a DEB throat lozenge, uh, which is why my voice sounds different, much cleaner, and not as, as, as Spatial Agent uh, Clinton referred to it, not as grating, uh, irritating, and downright annoying as it did before. Anyway, that's neither here or there. We're coming to you on a truck ride into town. Our executive producer is nowhere to be found, and uh, we're just trying to bring you the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion, and uh, much to the chagrin of uh, one Dweebus, a.k.a. Curryman, a.k.a. Sammy Callahan, a.k.a. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller, a.k.a. Christian Cage, a.k.a. Outer Space Alien who interferes with my work. Uh, he is just going to have to deal because there's a new show in town uh, and WWE ain't the only game in town anymore. No, we're t- and I'm talking, of course, about AEW Dynamite, uh, which aired on TNT last night, and we did ha- get the chance to watch. I was very pleased to find that if you miss AEW Dynamite, which uh, I think plays at 8 p.m. Central to about 10 p.m. Central, so 7 p.m. My, or that's not Central, sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, my time. My time somewhere in Texas, I'd rather not be specific. Uh, that's when the show plays. That's when we caught it. And it actually replays right after it's done. So it's actually four, four hours of AEW Dynamite, two hours of content, four hours of... Uh, oh, excuse me, another unprofessional yawn. As, as I just said, this is a ragtag ship full of holes, uh, but I'm a man. And uh, we watched AEW Dynamite last night. We started off with SCU coming to the ring of uh, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. They come to the ring. SCU is SoCal Unlimited, uh, or United. No, it's Unlimited. And they come to the ring and they're they're strutting, you know, uh, to their. This is going to be a match for the tag team. There's a tag team tournament going on right now. We had a few matches uh, related to that, but before Kazarian and. Before Christopher Daniels get in the ring, they get smashed by the greatest tag team in the universe. And I do say that sincerely, even though uh, when Dweebus, the space alien who interferes with this show, interferes with my dreams at night, which does happen uh, regularly and has been happening a little bit more uh, lately, if I'm to be honest, when he interferes with my dreams at night and turns them into nightmares and shows me his true form, he does, in fact, look like Pentagon Jr. Because let's face it, what's scarier looking than Pentagon Jr.? Nothing. So, you know, whether that's just my mind projecting the scariest thing it knows or whether that is actually uh, what what we would comprehend as Dweebus, the space alien's true form, that, uh, either way, the, the greatest tag team in the universe, the Lucha Brothers, showed up on this episode of AEW Dynamite and smashed Christopher Daniels on his way to the ring. Now... That, that got Scorpio Sky, the third member of SCU, to run out, and he chased the Lucha Brothers off, 
and he started taping up. He said, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this match. And he started taping up his hands. Chris Daniels was escorted out of there to the back to the nurse's office, wherever the, wherever it is they take an injured wrestler. Uh, we don't know really with AEW. There's not a whole lot of backstage segments, so uh, we don't really know what's going on back there. But I assume that's where they took uh, Scorpio Sky. Or, excuse me, Christopher Daniels. Um, you know, this was almost like an, it started like an episode of TNA. Uh, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian, of course, had a big presence on TNA. And, and uh, the Lucha Brothers, well, Pentagon Jr., scary as he is, was uh, one of the last, one of the last T, uh, Impact World Champions when they had the, still had the six-sided ring a couple years ago. And those were, those were great, great times, good episodes. Uh, you know, and Impact, of course, is on Access TV. It's been a, been a minute since we watched it's been a minute since we were able to, excuse me, excuse me, I know that's unprofessional, but it's been a minute since we were able to catch an episode of Impact Wrestling, and uh, now I hear it's on, uh, it's on Axis TV with the, uh, the, the channel of the NJPW, uh, so we'll probably try to catch that soon as well, I think that's on Tuesdays, anyway, this was AEW Dynamite and Scorpio Sky, uh, and Frankie Kazarian de- performed the SCU match. I guess this is Lucha House Party rules, uh, where you know three you got three members. So if if someone needs to take the place of the other members, you switch them out. No big deal. It's kind of like the New Day, um, and it really is a New Day at AEW Dynamite. So uh, they had their match. They won their match. I I can't even I can't even remember who they went. Oh, they went up against the Best Friends. And uh, did the Best Friends win? I believe that. Uh, I believe that SCU won won the match. Uh, I was getting pulled away here and there. I was having to do some chores around uh, around the farmhouse, um, but that's neither here or there. I don't really want to spoil this show because AEW has a trajectory, and now a lot of people are complaining that uh, a lot of people are complaining that there aren't backstage segments. There aren't segments backstage explaining who these people are uh, very much. And there was, you know, on this episode, there was a specific change to that that I did that I really enjoyed. It gave me goose goose pimples, chicken skin, if I'm being honest. And we'll talk about that Cody Rhodes promo in just a moment uh, because. Well, this episode's leading up to the uh, Full Gear pay-per-view, of course, referring to Hangman Adam Page getting into Full Gear uh, before before All In, when the Young Bucks told him he was a little flabby and needed to tighten up his muscles and get, get into perfect shape. He needed to get in Full Gear shape, which Full Gear is when you're walking around in your wrestling speedo without any clothes on and you need to show off your muscles so they were telling him he needed to get into full gear shape because he was going to be on pay-per-view and they were getting bigger and people were going to see so he needed to look good for the pay-per-view so the new pay-per-view coming up next month for aew is is titled full gear and we're getting ready for that and i believe that's where this tag team tournament for the inaugural tag team champions of aew you know that's that's where they're going to be crowned uh, at the Full Gear pay-per-view. But, you know, people complain about the show. They go, oh, there's no backstage segments. I don't know who these people are. Well, it's kind of like an NJPW uh, presentation. And anyway, the only way you're going to know something like Full Gear and get in the know is if you follow the videos online. And I'm sure there's some Road to Full Gear uh type show on youtube on the on the all elite wrestling young bucks youtube account 
But that's really the story of this show. The Young Bucks have been doing their uh, YouTube show, Being the Elite, for about two or three years. And I only started to familiarize myself for about half a year before, uh, you know, between All In and All Out earlier this year. Uh, I only really started to familiarize myself with the uh, the video cast they've been doing around then. And it's really only 20, 20 minutes or so an episode, 20 minutes at the most usually. But that's where you find Kenny Omega, you find the Young Bucks hanging out, and really that's where this all built. That's where they started getting more people to come to their shows and whatnot was... You know, they had this online show that was pretty popular, and it's fun to watch. If you watch, they're just filming on their phones, and at the start of it, much longer-winded, much more unprofessional, it starts to tighten up. It starts to get better and better. The quality gets better. The editing gets better as you go on, and it's really kind of a, it's just kind of a blessed, uh, very grass-grown, natural, uh, you know, it's a natural bud that turns into a blade of grass growing and you get to be there for the whole thing you get to be there and you get to even see in the videos as their popularity is growing to the point of putting on these huge shows meeting tony khan putting on their press conferences and you know people people criticized them every step of the way but that look where they are look where they are we got a weekly show on tnt the uh, personification of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, rearing its head, rising like a phoenix to rear its head, and, uh, you know, take its proper spot back in the pedigree of professional wrestling. You got a, you got an incarnation of Dusty Rhodes in an entire company on TNT again, bringing Southern wrestling back to the world, bringing it back to the world to compete with WWE. There ain't, there ain't even no competition on Wednesday. Uh, you can watch you can watch NXT right after right after uh, Dynamite ends if you want to watch NXT just watch it after Dynamite airs and it plays again right after so I mean you're you gotta catch Dynamite uh, NXT's gonna be on and it's just crazy you for you to say that the WWE does not care about AEW and listen to Vince McMahon and his lies. Uh, you know, Vince McMahon being the personification of the evil empire. Vince McMahon and his, and his organization, anyway, being this personification of the evil empire that the personification of the American dream is going up against. To for the for the little guy, for the underdog, for the working man, you can you know. How would you not identify the, the AEW as the underdog? You old Tony Khan's a billionaire. Well, so is Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon's going up against the NFL with his XFL, so you would think he understands the personification of the American dream happening so organically. That's the thing. There's nothing beautiful about Vince McMahon going up against the NFL. It's just a, it's just a man who can't take failure uh, when the XFL failed originally, and you know he's just going to spend all this money. You can see, you can see some of the quality you can see the quality suffering as this guy spreads himself so thin and doesn't entrust anybody else with operations at wwe and he's building an alternate football league i mean you spread yourself too thin like that and try to multitask that way the quality's going to suffer it's the first thing that's going to suffer there's no way around it you're unfocused and you've got your you've got your your fingers in too many pies. You got your eggs in too many baskets. No, you don't want to put your eggs all in one basket, but you got your eggs in too many baskets. So there's nothing beautiful about the progression of WWE to dark, 
uh, overbearing empire that you have to stay, you know, you got to keep up 15 hours a week. That's why we don't cover it anymore. That's why Dweebus got upset, and that's why the FDI and the men in black and the black helicopter showed up at my doorstep. But with AEW, you got something beautiful going. You can go back and you can watch Being the Elite. You can follow the characters. You already know the characters. You know, we saw MJF in uh, in MLW before he came up. We saw the Lucha Brothers in MLW. But they all appear on Being the Elite. Those are your backstage segments. And while I hope there's... You know, I wouldn't mind more backstage segments. We don't need the exact same show as WWE's uh, programming. WWE tries to say Raw and SmackDown and NXT are all different. They've all got backstage segments. They're all, you know, NXT is a little closer to WCW style, but there ain't been nothing in years as close to WCW style as AEW. And anybody that was paying attention in the Attitude Era in the late 90s knows that when Vince McMahon bought WCW, tried to stage a fake invasion, that was when it got really hard to watch wrestling. Because not only did the man beat Dusty Rhodes, he made him work, he hired, you know, he hired him later, and you could say that's nice, he'd already, you know, but he'd won. He was rubbing it in in people's faces, that's what he does. He rubs it in their faces because he thinks life is wrestling, and he thinks he's the greatest wrestler, ultimately, that ever lived, the greatest worker, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we're watching the personification of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and if you want to get familiar with them, just do, just watch some Being the Elite. You start watching it now and you'll get the backstage segments. And, you know, it's AEW trying to do something different. Trying to do something different than, uh, you know, they got you. You watch, you watch the presentation on TNT. And uh, we had some more matches last night. We had a Moxley and uh, there was a lot of tag team. This was a tag team episode because you had... Uh, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt was filling in for Luchasaurus going up against John Moxley and and uh, oh no no going up against uh, going up against the Lucha Brothers. So you had that match as well, um, which I, I I mean maybe there was some maybe there was some uh, uh, booking you know that's some that's some bookity booking going on there uh, trying to protect people. But it was a good match. It was a fun match and Marco Stunt flipping all over the place. I've seen him on MLW before as well. That was a good match. Um, you had a couple other good. I missed if there was. I believe there was some women's uh, action with Riho and 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 whatever. But I, I I guess I missed that because I was doing my chores in the farmhouse. Uh, but what there was a, a fantastic promo uh, for for Full Gear. Cody Rhodes is going up against Chris Jericho. I mean, this is pretty. I, I'm considering spending a little money on this pay per view because I mean. That's kind of hard to miss, you know. Chris Jericho wants full credit for getting this show big, for being ex-WWE, for being the recognizable star, for getting this show big. He wants Cody to thank him. He wants Cody to stop uh, talking trash to him. He wants him to basically bow down and and praise him. Uh, And you have your factions forming, the inner circle, uh, calling them, well, Chris Jericho's inner circle anyway, calling themselves the inner circle of AEW, when really you got the VPs forming their own uh, kind of circle, um, and they're really the ones in charge, but you had this promo here, it had a lot of the footage, it had a lot of the, you know, you had the story of Cody coming up, Cody working out, getting getting his knee back in shape, getting every, getting this show in shape, getting this show on TV, and I'm sure Chris, I'm sure Jericho's going to have something to say about that, because he wants credit for getting this show on TV, for getting anybody to watch it. But there is a story there where Cody and the Young Bucks had already built an audience with the YouTube show organically, 
a little bud turning into a blade of grass growing, getting a getting an audience to watch that show. I got goose pimples when I was watching this Cody promo. You had Diamond Dallas Page talking about Cody and his achievements. Diamond Dallas Page wearing a Dusty Rhodes shirt. I mean, you know, folks, this this really is this really is a good time to be a wrestling fan because you're watching these wrestling corporations go up against each other. You know, their personifications going up, uh, going they're they're realizations. They are they are entities. You know, if if, if you look at the law, they're people. Their their corporate personhood is a real thing where the law considers them people. So you're watching. Uh, you know, the spirit of Dusty Rhodes is taking shape and going up against uh, the evil empire that took his work away. If you want to think of Vince and the WWE as a as a, as equivalent to a space alien that interferes with this show and takes the hard work of a man's. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears away just because he can. Just because he doesn't want to have to worry about any kind of competition and keeping his quality up so he doesn't have to compete. He takes away the competition so he's the only game in town and you're forced if you want to watch to watch. But you're, nobody's forced to watch. And that's why WWE's numbers are falling out of the floor. And that's why I hope the numbers went up this week for AEW. This was a great show. Uh, this was a good show. I don't even need to get too specific into the nitty-gritty of the details. I don't need to cover every single match. What you need to know is you should watch this if you're a wrestling fan. I mean, if you want to watch 15-plus hours of WWE every week and complain about the two hours that you technically should definitely watch on TNT that you can't miss because you can pull up Being the Elite anytime on YouTube later. You can even watch AEW Dark on YouTube. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that, but you're siding with the you're siding with the bad people, the bad man. If you want to side with the underdog, the good guy, if you're any kind of person with a soul, any kind of working man that's ever done any work, any put ever put any blood, sweat, and tears into some kind of operation, well, you may want to watch your your AEW there, pal. Uh, and the show went on, uh, continued. Uh, we had a match: uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Pack and and John Moxley and. The match started getting pretty hardcore. John Moxley got out the barbed wire bat. Kenny Omega got out the barbed wire broom again. I wonder if we're going to see these uh, finally in action uh, at, at full gear. That's what it's looking like. We got those out. Um, and then the match, you know, the match kind of fell apart uh, because Pac wanted the win. So he interfered with John Moxley uh, attacking Kenny Omega with the barbed wire bat and everything was basically put off and Pac left the match. He left John, uh, or John Moxley walked out on the match, left Pac in there to be, uh, to be beat pretty quickly, pretty handily by Omega and uh, Hangman Adam Page. Um, so that was a good match. Uh, you got a little, you got a little dichotomy there. I, I don't, Moxley, Moxley not necessarily uh, in the same heel bad guy faction as Pac or anything like that. Not necessarily just willing to team up uh, with anyone that wants to beat up his opponents. It seems like Moxley wants to uh, save his opponents for himself. He's kind of old school like that. He wants to go up against his own opponents. But uh, So he walks out on the match, which is pretty despicable. Um, but he did not, uh, you know, I, I don't know who's more despicable here because Pac wants a, a legitimate win. Doesn't want to just throw away the match. Moxley's willing to just throw away. Uh, pretty good, pretty good dichotomy there. And then we end the show with the match, Chris Jericho versus Darby Allen. I mean, I saw, you know, you see some things in this match 
uh, that I've never seen before. Believe it or not, years, years of watching wrestling after watching every Bret the Hitman Hart match. Uh, we saw, I saw a couple things in this match that I'd never seen before. I mean, I've never seen a man. Uh, Darby Allen is something else. I really like his music. I like how he comes to the, uh, to the ring and on his, on his skateboard. I mean, have you ever seen, I've never seen a, a wrestler come to the ring on a skateboard, but that's what Darby Allen did. And, and, uh, you know, this match was pretty unique. Saw some things I hadn't seen before. Uh, I really recommend out of any match you see this week, you should watch this one because they're doing some things there. I mean, you never seen a match wrestle. Uh, uh, you never seen a man wrestle a match, and this was Darby Allen's. He's getting a title shot early on because he's so dang good. He's little. He's flipping around everywhere. He's like a human lizard. He's like a lizard, and he's got a bunch of spring in his step. Uh, anyway, you need to go watch it. The, Chris Jericho celebrates it with the inner circle at the end with a little bit of the bubbly. We also saw uh, Santana and Ortiz in action. I believe that was the first match against uh, 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 SCU, and they're back in action. I don't know what their new name is, but their new theme song is pretty great, pretty incredible. They're still the same incredible tag team. Everyone on AEW Dynamite was incredible. I suggest you go and watch this episode. Uh, I suggest you join us again uh, for Ring of Tyranny for the rest of the week. We thank you again for joining us here. Send us your emails, your criticisms, comments, complaints, and Ring of Tyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F. T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Join Mr. T-E-C Bid over there on patreon.com slash ring of tyranny. You can become our second or third or even our fourth patron. You can support this show. You can put a little money towards making this show a legitimate operation again. Uh, and, and show the, the dweebuses and the Vince McMahons and the overlords, the dark overlords of this world, that they're not going to be able to push around the little guy who tries to make an honest living and support his family, etc., etc. They're not just going to be able to do what they want, wipe away history and rewrite it to where they did everything and take credit for everybody's work. Uh, you can put a little money towards that at patreon.com slash ring of tyranny. Maybe we can take these guys on. I uh, hope you join us again uh, for the next episode. I hope you have a wonderful week and uh, may the good lords, good lord take a liking to you and suplex you real soon. Good morning.